Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today, we're here with Chris, who has four amazing angel stories to share with us. Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much, Julie. I'm really excited to be here with you. Oh, of course. I'm excited to be here with you, too. So I'm going to have you take it away and share your first angel story. Okay. So, Julie, you know, this week, I was going over all my notes. I was all prepared and, you know, I had everything all set. And I just felt really compelled to say that I'll talk a lot about my mom and my dad. My dad passed when I was 21. My mom passed about 12 years ago. And, but I know, so a lot of my stories, I'll talk about them, but I know that my spirit team's been with me before I ever lost anybody that was important to me. I'd feel this intuition like when I was in middle school and I wasn't quite mature enough or connected enough to really understand that um, and what it was. So I didn't always listen the way maybe I should have. And I wished later that I had, but I just feel like it's really important to, to know that your spirit team is with you, whether you have somebody close to you that's crossed over or not. And, and that was just really, I don't know why, but I just felt really compelled to make sure that everybody knew that, that they don't have to have somebody. I love that. That's so true. It is. It is so true that you have a spirit team and actually you have soul family on the other side on that spirit team, regardless of if you've known anybody who's crossed over here, 110%. That's a great angel message to bring through. Because we got to think about it like this, too. We've had lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And some of these folks we know from those lifetimes, too. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I think my first story um, is the first time that somebody ever really, like, hit me over the head and, like, this is <laughs> this is the message and, and this is exactly how it's supposed to go. Early on in my marriage, my husband and I got married at 23 you know, you're so young and you think you're mature, but you're 23. So maybe you're not as mature as you think you are. Um, and there's so many changes. We graduated from college and started new jobs and moved and all this, you know, upheaval. And my husband suffers from depression. And so it's one thing to date somebody. It's another thing to live with somebody. And you find if I found I internalized a lot of that and I thought, oh, I have to fix this. And, oh, I have to, well, that wasn't my job. And it took me a long time to understand all of that. You know, so we were doing some arguing and, and things were sometimes stressful. And at one point, I wasn't sure it had nothing to do with how much my husband and I loved each other because I knew we loved each other deeply. 
but I didn't know if I had the strength to follow that journey, to, mm-hmm. to stay on that path. Yeah. And so we lived in a real small apartment and I'm standing in the kitchen area and I was like, dad, you're the one person that sees the good, the bad, the ugly, the wonderful, the, the, all of it, you know, my whole story and my whole marriage story, the same way I do my friends and my family that are here with me, that they don't see everything, but my dad, you know, and heaven did. And so I was like, I wish you could tell me what you thought. And about two seconds later, my husband's in the, the little living room that we had watching baseball. And he says, Mersey dotes and dozy dotes and little lambsy divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? And I'm like, I just stopped dead. Because that was a song my dad sang to me my whole life. And I walked in and I went, what'd you say? And he says, I was singing Mersey dotes. And he looked at me like I was insane because he just bursts into song all the time while he's watching baseball, you know. He's yeah. never done it since, he'd never done it before. And um, I just knew that that was my dad saying, it's okay, you're gonna get through this. And this is, but I mean, it was just so specific. Yeah. And had I heard the song in my own head, I wouldn't have known, well, okay, dad, I appreciate the message, but what do you want me to say? Sure. But the fact that my husband sang it, just really, it, it was that message like, this is it. You asked for this and here it is. You know? <laughs> I and, love um, that. And here we're married 29 years later and I wouldn't change a thing. We have two beautiful children and it's it's been a, a wonderful journey. Um, you know, like all marriages, ups and downs, but I wouldn't change a thing. And so, um, you know, that message really just really helped me and, and gave me confidence during some hard times. You know? Yeah. Well, the angels are saying to hold space for this conversation and to go deeper into this because I think you have some insight that could help a lot of people who are listening right now. Okay. Because, uh, and I want to do this before we hop into the next angel story. Um, okay. I understand what that's like to have a partner who has depression and suffers with this. I think we all have ups and downs, but yes. there are mood shifts that can come about more easily. And for the beginning of my marriage too, I would walk on eggshells. And then when I had E, I would walk on eggshells even more. Okay, there's a mood shift. And it's never, I mean, my husband is the most gentle, kind, compassionate person in the end. I think he's more empathic even than I am. Right. Can't even kill a spider, will capture the spider, take it outside. <laughs> Just a very gentle soul. And so I would walk on eggshells, but then I started to feel resentful. Like, well, this is my space too. And when I say walking on eggshells, like I would take her and I out of the house so that he could have just some alone time within the house. And I had to get to a point of what you said. It wasn't my job to walk on eggshells. It wasn't my job to fix the mood shift. It was his responsibility. And that's a really hard point to come to. I think especially for empaths 
um, because we just want to help. We just want to make things better. So yeah. give the women and men listening some insight into how you were able to work through this over the years. What are the tips, tricks that you used? I did learn, I tried to learn a lot about depression and what was going through my husband's mind so that when he was down, I didn't take it so personally. So I did, I went to a counselor on my own to try to learn about what he was going through so that because someone else telling you that it's not you is way different than your significant other saying to you, well, it's not about you. You're like, how is it not? (laughs) Yes. And so I would take everything so personally and it wasn't personal. It's he's in his own headspace. And, you know, so things were difficult there. I also over the years have found that it's okay for me to say, this is what I need from you. I try to give you these things. You know, I try to give him his space because he needs a certain amount of alone time every day just to sort of decompress and, and do his things. I try to be understanding when, you know, if he snaps at me or something, and I'll never say anything to him in front of other people or when he's upset. But then later on, I'll go back and say, I'm sure you didn't mean to sound this way or do this, but this is how I took it. So if you could be more understanding of my feelings when you're doing this, but it was also, I remember I sat down with him and I said, you know, I tried to take care of the kids or I tried to take care of you. I tried. And I said, Who's taking care of me right now? Because right now I need somebody. And he really stepped up and he did every, I mean, really stepped up. And, but it's important that we realize as the other person that we have needs too, and it's okay to ask Mm -hmm. and let that person know, but you have to make sure you pick your times where, I mean, sometimes I say things when he's in a bad mood because you don't have another choice, you know, or when he's not feeling well. But it's, it's okay to, to step up and say something. And it's okay to ask for what you need because you're supposed to be partners. Friends, want a five-day free trial of the Angel Membership? Go to angelwellnesscenter.com backslash free trial to start your free trial today. You're not going to want to miss out on 2023 in the Angel Membership. We're adding intuitive development circles, expert guest faculty teachers, 40 new pre-recorded energy healing sessions guiding you to hear your own angel messages and content exclusively for kids. A whole year of new angel membership content starts January 1st, 2023. The angels call it a year of ease and healing the whole you, mind, body, and spirit. With topics like somatic healing and embodiment work, we're focused on spiritually healing the whole being through a journey of personal transformation. Plus, you'll get access to live events and past content. Sign up for your five-day free trial now. One more surprise. We launched the Intuitive Kids podcast early. You can now listen everywhere podcasts are found. To celebrate, we're giving away dozens of prizes in a drawing for people who leave a five-star positive review. So don't forget, 
leave a review of the Intuitive Kids podcast and separately sign up for your five-day free trial of the Angel Membership. We know you're going to love it. Details are in the show notes. Yeah, and this is working it out. You learning, I love that you went and learned about depression because it really fully comes down to the way that the brain operates. And just like I have ADHD, I don't want to have ADHD. I don't want to ignore the mess, you know, right. <laughs> on the dining room table that I made, um, right. you know, a month ago and I keep walking past it instead of cleaning it up. <laughs> um, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be forgetful, but that's just the way that my brain works. And so when you see it as this is the way that this person's brain works instead of as a reflection of how they feel about you or their love towards you, that they're not helping you, it, it really shifts everything. And you can start to work with the cards that you've been dealt instead of wishing you had different cards. Yes, yes. And I found that, you know, even if it's just asking for help around the house, Mm -hmm. you, you assume someone else is going to see it. You assume somebody else is going to just do it. Mm -hmm. Well, he doesn't see things the way I see them. So I have to say, but I can tell you that if I've ever asked for help, I could count on one hand the times that he's like, no, I really don't have time for that. Yeah. He might not do it exactly <laughs> when I want it done, but if I ask, he'll do it. Yeah. And so I've learned that I have to get off my high horse and, and stop expecting him to read my mind. And I have to ask because that's just who he is. Yeah. You know, my husband always makes a joke about this and he goes like a, like a caveman voice, like man, dumb need to explain exactly what you want. <laughs> and, yeah. he'll, and he'll be like, be direct woman. <laughs> um, and uh, that's my indicator because I can be a very codependent person where I just fall back into old patterns. And he's like, I know there's something more here, Julie, like just bring it out, you know, like, let's talk about it. Let's communicate. But if you don't go within and really find what you're feeling, you can't share it. Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So I want to say one more piece about this sure. that the angels are kind of bringing through, which is for any of those people who are listening, watching right now on YouTube that are going through this in this moment, also kind of watch yourself and be the observer of your thoughts, feelings, actions, words, because it's a easy in the beginning of a relationship to not want to work through the hard parts and kind of bypass communication and learning how to work with one another. And a lot of times when we do that, and what I mean by being the observer of your thoughts, feelings, actions, words, is watch that you're not creating drama within the relationship where there doesn't need to be any. And that drama is really like a covering, a mask for 
not wanting to do the work on the relationship, not wanting to go deeper. And I'll preface this with saying, if somebody has a drug or alcohol problem or if they're abusive, absolutely get out of the relationship. But I had this very princess prince mentality when I was younger of, all right, well, you just get married and everything's going to be perfect and it's just going to be rosy. And what I've learned from talking to couples who've been together for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, who have long lasting marriages, there's not one of them that says that every day was rosy. There's no. everybody says you had to get through challenges. You had to learn how to communicate. You had to learn how to fight well together, not fight, but like use your words, right? And just how the other person's brain works. So Chris, I just thank you so much for um, bringing this topic to the podcast because I think it's just such a beautiful one that can aid people's lives so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I have a, a really special friend that told me once, if he worked half as hard at his marriage as he does as his job, he'd have the perfect marriage. Mm -hmm. He said, but we come home and we just expect the other person like, oh, I'm tired. I worked hard all day. And you just expect that person to take all your stuff. Yeah. And and so there are times where, you know, when, when things start, I try to remember that. Mm -hmm. And you just do that little bit of extra work and things seem to, to change a little bit, you know. Yeah. So, well, and it's yeah. always a choice too. I think you have to watch the sequence of how thoughts come into your consciousness and how those thoughts evolve. So there are a lot of people who are in a couple, a partnership, and they have this thought. And that first thought might be, well, I'm not attracted to this person anymore, or, or this person is frustrating me, or I can't deal with X in this person, or I can't, you know, like we've been through the same thing a hundred times, the same lesson. Why are we continuing to go through it? And the next thought could come in. So this is the sequence of the conscious thought. Maybe the relationship has run its course. Maybe we're not supposed to be together. And the egoic mind just starts looking for the easiest way out, right? Like yeah. just be done with the relationship. And if you allow yourself to attach to those thoughts, you end up creating division, drama, hardship within the relationship right. that doesn't have to be there. Because when you're aware and conscious of your thoughts, which is why we do this podcast, you can stop the sequence of the thought. So if the thought comes in, Oh, I'm so frustrated with this person. We've d done this dance a hundred times and this lesson keeps coming back around. I don't want to go through this again. When you stop and say, maybe it's not about the other person. Maybe it's about me learning a lesson. Why do I keep coming through this lesson again and again? God, what is it that you want me to learn from this? then we actually take the focus off of the other person or something being wrong with the relationship and we come inwards and we we start to learn and grow and evolve and and that's what all partnership is whether it's with a coworker, a boss um, a, a love interest a friend 
we're not going to agree on everything 100% of the time. We're not going to get along 100% of the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Chris, I think that this is an amazing episode. Thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your story. I know that you have more, but we're going to put that in another episode. I just wanted to thank you for, for being here and sharing your time. Oh, thank you so much, Julie. Um, and I hope, you know, the stories help somebody, you know, because I know some of your podcasts have really helped me, you know, some, some other people's stories have made an impact. So mm-hmm. um, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome, Chris. Thank you for being here. And to everybody who's watching and listening, I just want you to know that we are looking for angel stories. If you have an angel story to share, you can go over and email juliejancis at gmail.com and we will look at your angel story and get you on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.